Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Whizbang Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Goodall. Today, we have singer-songwriter, lovely person overall, recording artist, Abby Hamilton. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How Thanks are you today? Me. How's it feel? Um, I'm good. I'm like a little nervous. But... It's a little nerve-wracking <laughs> to be in front of three cameras. Yeah. And it's nerve-wracking to host a podcast. It must be a little nerve-wracking sure. to be a guest on a podcast, but this is chill. We're chilling out. It's yeah. all good. Tell me a little bit about where you're at on your music right now. Are you writing? Are you recording? Do you make your demos at home? Where, where are you at in your process? What are you feeling? Yeah, so I just finished a record. Ooh, like, LP? Full LP? Full LP good for the for you. first time. Good for you. Got the masters back yesterday. So oh, what a day that was. <laughs> I was in my car all day like, uh, I don't know, just critical critical brain tell me about it. it so you already have masters which is the final point there is yeah. no turning back now because yeah. no one can afford to have something remixed once it's already mastered yes. do you go through the thing where it's like you're probably questioning decisions that were made probably eight months ago uh -huh. yeah totally yeah i feel like there's you can uh it's like either unhealthy or healthy. That's the mental state approach. Like if I'm feeling a little insecure with it, I feel like I'm super, super critical mm -hmm. about decisions I probably should have made day one. Right. And then if I do like a three day break and then listen to it again, I'm like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? If you don't listen to your own music for months and come yeah. back to it, like, especially if you listen to it passively, turn your music on and then like go do the dishes. You'll yes. be like, this sounds like music. Yeah, exactly. It just sounds like music. But if you do the headphone thing, like, oh, why did I put that tambourine on exactly. that bridge? That was so dumb. What kind of decisions are you sweating right now? Instrumental, vocal, lyrical? Honestly, vocal. vocal, very vain, but it's vocal. The The instrumentation I'm, I love. love. I got to work with uh, Dwayne Lundy um, okay. here in Lexington and okay. he and this guy, Justin Craig, who co-produced it. Okay. Um, they killed it. They feel the soundscape is like they killed it. Yeah. So you're confident. Okay. So you're only exam. <laughs> you're only you're only examining yourself. Okay. Yeah, well then, sure. then that's that's the kind of thing you deal with as a writer and especially a singer. I am not a singer, so it's like when I listen back to the stuff, it's just I just try to get it in pitch. Yeah. Am I in pitch? Can you yeah. tell what I'm saying? I'll just call it a day. But you are a much much better singer than I. You're a fabulous singer, <laughs> Thank incredible you. singer, and uh, your EP it's on here. It's on here. Afraid of the Dark. Yes. There is some great songwriting on there and some great vocal performances. Thank you. How did that come about? Um, I, yeah, I, so after college, I went, my family has a farm up in Prestonsburg. Mm -hmm. So I did like the very dramatic kind of Justin Vernon, like, I'm going to oh, go yeah. to the woods. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be a songwriter. <laughs> so I went for like eight months and that EP kind of came out of it. And I met um, Dwayne Lundy, who I just worked with. I worked with that project as well. Right. Met him at the Green Lantern one night. And I was like, I love this guy. I love his vibe. I want to hang out. We ended up making the record in like three months and yeah. or I mean, four songs. So I guess not really a record. And no, it's a, you can call it a record. <laughs> I feel like record's pretty general. So it, is it, it could apply. Is it a recording? Because the word record yeah. is just <laughs> recording without the E. Exactly. So it's a recording. It's a record. All right. So the record, Afraid of the Dark. Yeah. So we just, we made that in like three months. And um, I sat on it from probably about September to uh, May of 2020. Then we put it out. So you sat on it for how many months is that? 
Oh God. It was um, fully mastered. Don't count the months. What I mean <laughs> is, is I just, we just had, I, I've talked to people about this before where it's like that people don't realize you'll have an album mastered. And then the process of having something completely done and on a hard drive to it existing on Spotify or iTunes or on an LP yeah. is like sometimes a full year. Yeah, sure. Sometimes it takes a year to figure out how are we going to release this? Who's going to release it? How do I want to roll it out? What videos do I want to make? It's such a long process. But um, if you just got your master's back, I'm, now I'm curious as to like, hmm, I wonder how long it's going to take you yeah. to take masters that you got yesterday. Yeah. Into being <laughs> how out. long now? I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it What's four, your bet? four months. Four, four months. months. You'll have okay. a single, you'll have a single out in four months. All right. Heard. Well, I don't know. It's summer's coming up. People love new music in the summertime. I know. It's a, it's a special energy to catch. It's like as a, as a music maker, you're like. That summer, Should I put out a song I need June first. Right, you need that. You need that thing like Memorial Day. It's like yeah, I need a single Memorial Day. Totally. What's the vibe of the new record? Is it? Um, does it sound like summer? Or does it sound like Justin Vernon up in the woods? <laughs> I think. Uh, I think it sounds like summer. Cool. But I don't totally want to go on record throwing a season on it. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, your streams just completely diminish. <laughs> we put it out in December, and they're like, no. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That sounds fun. Did you produce it with the same uh, team that produced the EP or what? Yes, yeah. We actually added a dude named Justin Craig. He lives in Brooklyn. So in the COVID world, it was cool because right. he actually co-produced the record from his apartment in Brooklyn how do you, with us. How do you co-produce a record remotely? How does that work? Uh, lots of bouncing files at oh the end of the God. session. Don't yeah. get me started. It was so wild. So you would finish a recording session, print it, a rough, print a rough mix, yeah. send it to him, and he would have thoughts or he would have parts or what? Yeah, so he's kind of, I mean, he's a multi-instrumentalist and okay. super talented dude. He sang actually most of the background vocals on the record Very itself cool. too. So he was like my arrangements right hand. So I would bring the songs to him. Mm -hmm bring the ideas and go like i think the key should do this i would love the electric guitar did this and he would like chart it for me like a fake you know he'd like build it in his own system and on on paper or like with midi instruments with midi instruments okay. or with his own playing okay. and then he'd kind of send those like back to us and then we would you know kind of discuss it and then we'd track Okay. So that was kind of the relationship so back he, and forth. So he would give you a sample of a part he thinks is happening. You would okay it and then yeah. f uh, flourish it out yeah. with a real instrument or however you wanted to do it. Yeah. And then he ended up playing a lot of, like a lot of his idea parts stayed on the record. Just the I, MIDI parts? Yeah. Because I, I was like, that. it is so, it's so good. He's such a such a talented guy so that's great it was awesome yeah to, the ability to um i got exposed to some like really remote like uh back and forth with just hiring people to play on my album and it's an interesting experience because you just give it to them and you're like i, I hope this works <laughs> play out your part. <laughs> play, play your part i didn't yeah. even really give people parts sometimes yeah. be like, this is kind of it i hope this works out if it doesn't i'll probably just leave your part in it anyway because it's certainly better than whatever i could do especially when it comes to instruments i don't play like sure. guitar and drums but um do you produce your own like demos do you make the demos on garage band or do you any anything like that no so just uh voice memos <laughs> really so my brother i play with taylor my taylor swift vibes that's all she does yeah 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 my brother is a phenomenal guitar player and producer in his own right so a lot of the times i'll 
go record with him at his okay. home studio. Help help you flesh those yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about making music in like the internet space? Are you involved in like TikTok snippets or performing songs like just on the internet like in that kind of space? Because I'll go on Instagram and just record stories if I found a part that I think is interesting. Yeah. And it won't even be a song that's ever even going to come out. But how do you feel about like teasing ideas or like making the internet a part of like your creative process? Yeah, I love it. You love I it? I love it. Yeah. I don't have a very, don't go look up my TikTok because I think it's got like six followers, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I love TikTok. I consume it. So I don't know. I feel like it's a very integral part of the landscape right. now, you know? So right. I hope it's a massive part of what I do. You yeah. Know? Especially once you get your, once your album starts coming out, you can really start employing TikTok in a promotional way. Sure. I think there are people on in the internet space on apps like TikTok that kind of make music exclusively for TikTok. Yeah. Like they make one minute snippets every day or maybe every couple of days, and that's all they do. Don't you feel like as a songwriter that is like a different career? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think it's hard because I feel like a lot of platforms like TikTok compared to Instagram, it's like mm, what I see a lot is people just being themselves. Mm -hmm. Primarily, it's a very personality based thing, even For if sure. you're making music on there, too. Right. Whereas Instagram, I feel a little more pressure to like kind of show something or like actually have a song up. You Instagram know what I mean? is so serious. I've been thinking about yeah. this a lot lately. I won't post on Instagram unless it's like. I have to either adopt a new pet, buy a car, <laughs> graduate college. Graduate I, college. <laughs> I, I don't feel comfortable posting on Instagram unless it's like it's I, I even I deleted everything from my Instagram and was like, you guys oh. can find me when I'm doing stuff because I'm not going to post little day to day snippets anymore. Yeah. It doesn't feel it feels so high pressure. Yeah, it is. I mean, I I have treated Instagram like I feel like most people treat TikTok where I'm just trying to be the most like transparent version that's, but that's a new shift that was like when we first i feel like all had instagram it's like here's me modeling with the food that i bought at this super expensive restaurant it's like mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like it's all just kind of a construct and you got to be the most yourself if right. you want to actually connect and find good things right on it, you know it, it sounds like you have it figured out because i mean i just have so much anxiety in general about social media at this point but i do love to share the snippets and i know you share uh I, i'm assuming you share songs that are do you ever share songs that are not finished on yeah. instagram just because you're excited about this bridge you wrote yeah totally or like this i don't know just some lyrics you came up with and you're just like i need to like I need to be validated right now. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, I definitely will, if I'm like, like I just recently posted like a, here's a late night working idea of a song that I was working on. Mm -hmm. um, There's nothing I wrong with be, that. Yeah, well, you have to be careful because it's like, I don't want to put that into the world because I want the gratification. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. it's like, I want to share this experience that I'm having right. with what I'm creating. And right. if people also experience like good things with what I'm making, that's what I want right. to continue to like foster and grow with an audience, you know, is that and, vulnerability. And people who are your fans are really going to enjoy being a part of that process. Yeah, so totally. it's really about just doing, you're doing the snippets and posting your process is really just about 
the fans. Because, I mean, there might be people who follow you or follow me. It's just like they're, they're not engaged in any of that uh, creative process stuff. But you kind of have to do that as a burgeoning writer, songwriter, performer. It is – there's no way around it. You have to share your process at least a little bit. Yeah, and like what you're talking about of like sitting on a master's for nine months. It's yeah, like how you desperate... want to bring people into that like – that experience all the levels of the times of like what you, you you're, know, you're you gonna have a hard time not sharing snippets of those masters oh my gosh already already i'm like i have the album do you want to hear it <laughs> send me your email and everybody was like okay <laughs> i actually did that i had a couple of people be like let me uh they they would just the messages would be so emotional about like can i just hear something that you've been working on please and i would email them masters <laughs> nice. so if you do want to sh share people if, if they feel because they'll really give it to you they're like i really just i need to hear the thing yeah email it to them but don't okay. tell people on a podcast you're going to email it to them just cut all this <laughs> we don't tell anybody you're going to email them <laughs> okay, i just ruined your career yeah did I, I just leak my own album or did you <laughs> yeah you're gonna leak your album and you won't be able to give it to a label because some guy you met on a podcast told you to do so. I just ruined Abby well, Hamilton's Brad career. Said. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. This is LimeWire comes back. <laughs> LimeWire? No, 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 no. This is all my fault. Don't blame LimeWire. This is Brad Goodall's fault. Thank you so much for stopping by, Abby. It was great to hang out with you. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited to hear those masters. Thank you.